Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Brick. I'm your host, Garrett. And at Back to Brick, we like to give you the latest news and give you a behind-the-scenes look into the Lego designers and builders you see all across the internet. Because you can see a picture, but it's always great to hear the story of how it was created. And today, it's Monday, so we've got another Lego designer interview. But this time, we're not just talking to one designer. We're going to be talking to three different people all part of the same lego user group cw lug which is the clone wars lug so if you're a big clone wars fan or star wars this is a uh, good lug to to talk with and we'll be talking about their designs as well as and their interactions within the lego user group the lug and if you're part of a lug you understand it. if you're not or never heard of this this is a great opportunity to learn exactly what they are and maybe you're interested in joining one. So thank you again for tuning in. If you're a return customer, thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you are a first-time listener, thank you for taking the opportunity and the time to listen to the podcast. And I hope you get something out of this. And I hope you subscribe so you can hear from all our other Lego designers. So let's get right to it. All right, guys, welcome to the special interview today's interview is not just one or two guests we have three guests today uh, representing cw lug we have dane julian and richard and uh guys welcome and thank you for uh coming on the podcast today thanks for having us yes thanks as we were talking about before the show we're kind of all over the place so uh if you could just you know introduce yourself tell us a little bit about uh what you like to build I am Dane. Uh, I like building mocks, like Star Wars theme mocks. I've also done some custom minifigures and a stop motion series I'm working on. Julian, I go by Thank the Lego Maker online. I build primarily Star Wars as my username. Um, but I'd like to I, I like to branch out into like castle themes. Yes, uh, hello, my name is Richard. I'm uh, from Germany. I live in the state of uh, Brandenburg. It's near to Berlin. I mainly build uh, Lego Star Wars mocks and uh, some other themes, but mainly Star Wars. So, uh, as we can see, we all have an affinity or a love for Star Wars and Lego, and we'll definitely dive into that in our conversations today. So first, I'll thank you guys for coming on, and uh, we'll start off, of course, as I like to with all my guests. Richard, we'll start with you and work our way backwards from there. And if you had a minifigure and it would look like you, what would it look like? And if it had any utensils, what would they be? Uh, a minifig like me or how I would imagine a character? Well- well, I guess uh, whatever you would like yourself to be represented as a minifigure. So if there's something completely off the wall, that's that's the fun part about minifigures. So what would you like it to look like? Ah, interesting question. I think something like an officer or um, a 
Republic Commando from Star Wars uh, or some other clones. My favorite co uh, clones I like. Yes, uh, that would be cool. <laughs> and would you have any utensils such as like uh, a weapon or like a torch? Um, I will choose a DC-17 um, blaster rifle <laughs> or, uh, and yes, perhaps I would, uh, I will choose a, a fig I use for my a profile pick and Okay, yeah, very cool. Yeah, definitely a, a good representation of a um, imperial officer uh, from the colonial. Well, I guess not imperial yet if you're talking clone troops. Very cool. Um, so, uh, Dane, if you want to go next. So, my minifigure that I would like use a lot would be something that like minifigure parts that would represent me almost. So, like anything close to my hair, head, and then like clothes I wear. And like the um, like accessory I'll probably use is like the um, gaming controller. I don't know what series it's from, but it's the guy with the green dyed hair from the Mythic series. Mm. Oh, yep, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Just that it's kind of a brighter green, is it not? Yeah, yeah, very cool. And um, Julian, uh, I have a sig fig of myself. Blue jeans, hoodie, uh, black hair, lightsaber, and one by one plate. Off love for Star Wars Lego. Also, to mimic, I usually wear in real life my hoodie. <laughs> what now? What was? Did you say something was printed on that one by one? Uh, no, just like a one by one plate to to represent Lego. Oh, I got you. Yep, something that makes that sense. I use regularly. Any particular color? Uh, red. That's pretty print. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'll say red is like the classic color you'd think of as Lego at, at this point. Red or like a green, especially like if you're thinking of a base plate that that old school green. But uh, very cool guys, and I'm I'm still trying to decide on my figure. But if uh, people look at, uh, I guess my. Logo, it kind of has the mini land figure, which I always like that style. So that's kind of like what I look like. Red hair with the uh, headphones on all the time. And uh, at my computer with the cat on my lap as we do the interviews. As we dive into this, connected through Lego, Dane, how did you get started by building Legos? So when I was, I don't know what you, how old I was, but it was either 10 or a little bit younger. My brother was starting to move out of the house. He had like maybe 300, 400 Lego pieces. He kept them here for me. And for about three years or so, I was just playing around with them. And then I think I like was on YouTube one day. I saw people doing these like mocks and I was like, oh, that'd be cool to do. So. I surprisingly actually didn't start with mocks, even though I saw that. I started to stop motions. And then I think it's just like I just started growing into mocks. So I started doing mocks for about a couple of years. And then one day I found out about like there's this huge community about doing mocks and like other things. And I found out there was logs. So I tried to join the login that's pretty, and I got in CW login that's pretty much 
where I am today. Nice. That's a that's a good start to, you know, building Lego. I think a lot of people started around that age, especially when they um, really appreciated or understood all the cool aspects of Lego. Yeah, um, sure. ri yeah. Richard, how about yourself? Um, <laughs> I think I started with Lego um, back if I was five or six years old and I uh, got some birthday presents, uh, Lego sets, and my grandpa go with me to a local toy store, and uh, there I got my first Star Wars set. I think it was a TIE Interceptor or something in 2009. And yes, so, <laughs> so I started with Lego, and... Yeah, I start building mocks and so clone bases and uh, battle scenes with Star Wars um, figures and sets. And yes, it was a lot of fun. And as uh, 2015 or so, I um, think or thought about to start a own YouTube channel where I upload or re review my um, mocks and uh, sets, uh, figures and other stuff like this. And yes, my latest channel is Lego Richard on YouTube and Instagram. And I started back in 2017, mainly with uh, mock cinematic reviews, but uh, unboxings too and uh, update videos where I show my collection and stuff like this. And 2018, I joined, or 2000, I think 2019, I joined the uh, CW luck. And yes, <laughs> it was a cool time. And to find such a big community and talk with others and uh, building collabs and yes, go on conventions and stuff like this. It's cool. <laughs> it is. And it's also cool to not just be on Instagram, but you're on YouTube too and talking about your mocks. That's a, it's a very interactive in way of in German. Like getting, <laughs> in German, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, so, Julian, how about yourself? How did you get started building mocks? So, I've had Lego for, I think, most of my life now. Although, Never really got into it until about 2016. I just into the mock building aspect of it, along with the. Um, remember, I was four. I I found a bag of uh, secondhand uh, used Lego in, in a secondhand shop and really wanted it. Um, so my parents got it for me. Uh, we waited till my fifth birthday and I opened it and and I remember being very excited that about to open the bag of little lego uh, little legos as i called it i've dropped the s since then don't worry <laughs> um it's hard to break when, i've i've been doing the same thing for years uh, um and fast forward to about 2009 too um got my first star wars set the can the original clone wars anakin fighter um and then sort of got more in Involved in Star Wars with the Clone Wars coming. Um, I joined the Star Wars community online and Google Plus. Um, then eventually made my way to 
through some connection into the Lego community. Um, I started on Flickr and branched out to Instagram. One one uh, video on YouTube, so I wouldn't count that as one of my main platforms, but uh, I'm there too. It's a uh, it's a uh, we're all kind of all over the place at that point, honestly. I know a lot of people have YouTube, and then uh, Julian, you also have a Flickr too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that's how a lot of people in the Lego community started. I think before like Instagram got so big with Flickr, everybody was on Flickr and posting their builds. There's a lot of really good informational. Just much material to look at there. Oh yeah, you can get overloaded quite quickly. Now you guys are all part of what we've been dancing around as the CW lug. Um, what is a lug? For a lot of the listeners, they're, they're Lego fans, but they might not have ever heard of a lug. If someone or you guys can all jump in and kind of describe what you think your lug represents and what it is in a Lego community. Um, a lug is a Lego users group. That's what the acronym LUG stands for. And uh, it, it was traditionally more of a regional thing. You have your local lug that you could go to meeting meetings do collaborations at local um, but last years it's changed out to a lot more inclusive um, on the internet uh, with lots of international lugs about various themes and stuff um wlug is one of those online national groups that bring people together from around the world and we our passion for Lego, as well as us, things like Star Wars. W Lug stands for Wars Lug. That's that name. Came out. Yes, yeah. Um, I think uh, Lug is a, a Lego fan group and um, or Star Wars fan group with Lego stuff, <laughs> and you can um, meet other builders and uh, do uh, together some projects like collabs and stuff like this and yes um it's regional too so uh, for example i found it with three other guys in germany a uh, german luck uh, where we plan to do some other projects and go on conventions and we had our first uh, collab uh, three months ago or four and yes it's it's a group for people who like to build lego and meet other or want to meet other people building lego too and yes uh, doing projects together yeah going to lot i mean going to conventions definitely when you have like a log of them it's really fun if you're like if you ever had a chance to get into a log you should definitely try it also Oh, go ahead, Rich. <laughs> oh, good. Um, also, I know that uh, Luck is the official um, name from Lego to name uh, Lego fan builder groups. And uh, so when you want to start a uh, um, Lego fan group, um, it's a Luck, officially. A whole process to being recognized yes. as Lug by Lego. There's some details to join 
Mexico Ambassador Network. Uh, I not uh, mean it's only recognized Lux. I mean uh, Lego fan Lego fan groups in general are Lux, um, and you can uh, you can become uh, uh, recognized Lux, but that's a bit complicated. Yeah, there's a there's a process. Yes. There's a lot of people who want to. Yes. <laughs> And now, you, when did you guys join you, this lug? Because personally, that lugs are mostly regional, but I haven't heard of many online. Um, how did did somebody reach out to you, or did you seek it out? I think I joined the first out of all three all of three of us. Um, I joined August first. Um, lug was for March twenty fifth. Uh, how I learned about the lug. I joined a Discord server for one of the Lego YouTube channels I watched. Up meeting um, by the name of Luke the Duke four two four. It was like this group. Uh, you should join. Yeah, that's, that's and uh, Richard. When did you join this lug? Um. I'm not really sure which months, but I think it was April 2019. So I'm now over uh, a year in this <laughs> luck. And yes, uh, I must remember, I think it was uh, on YouTube or Instagram where I found the CVLOOK account and watched a video or saw a post about it. And uh, then I... Uh, Yes, <laughs> thought it would be cool to join a international fan group of Lego Star Wars builders and do collabs together. And yes, then I wrote a message or something. I don't know and asked how I can join the luck. And yes, <laughs> then I become a member. Very cool. Do you guys do any uh, anything special in your lug? Being international, it's probably extremely hard to you know meet up like a regional lug would. Do you do hangouts online? We do like live streams, but we do do. And if you want to get into this, you can more. But we do like uh, we all have like separate groups that we do live streams with. Yeah. So because we're international. We feasibly meet physically. We have about 30 members. Um, primarily the set of community Discord. We have our own server. Um, we chat quite a bit, and as well as um, we also have a live stream mods with um, some building challenges on those. Also do theme meetings the month discord as well so, so you can be connected and be in the next. and um is that where you guys get to talk most of the time of like uh what you're building and um i'm guessing you have a pretty good community style of just like uh helping each other on your builds yeah yeah, yeah we we try to help everyone improve and a new technique because that's really interesting parts of hobby and my parts in a completely different way and make 
And it, it's cool because you get to learn from each other just as, you know, people scroll through Instagram to like get ideas. You guys can actually talk to each other about how you can fix something or um, create a build together almost. Yeah, yes. Sure. Yeah. So um, the international um, aspect is cool and bad uh, together. <laughs> I mean, um, we're doing. Um, on Discord meetings, uh, loop meeting, uh, luck meetings, and it's sometimes a little bit complicated uh, with the uh, different time zones uh, uh, or in general countries or regions where we live worldwide. And so <laughs> we had some um, problems <laughs> a while ago, but uh, it's not very. Uh, bad or something. Also, with the international aspect, it's nice that um, the luck can be represented on conventions or in general uh, platforms, communities worldwide. So, for example, I um, represented the, CV, the CW luck at, the, at a small convention in Germany um, last year, for example, and Yes, uh, I don't know if Julian or Diane uh, represented the Civilac in America. Yeah, I've some... represented yes. uh, Ritcon Seattle in Washington. So that's um, nice. <laughs> Dane at, at Brickworld Chicago, right? Yep, I did Chicago. That's really cool to be that international um, representation for like a group of people. Did uh. Have you guys ever traveled to see each other or been in each other's, uh, I guess, representations? Because like Seattle, it's a little far from Chicago, but it could be one flight. Uh, but <laughs> I haven't been to either yet. So I'd like to go once COVID's lifted um, to get to some of these. Actually, I was planning on going to Chicago this year, but obviously that didn't pan out. So yeah. I'm planning next. Uh, for me, it's too uh, way too far. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's Germany's not that far. <laughs> yes, but it's as a flight is expensive and uh -huh. long, and I'm yes. For me, it's difficult to attend to like to the Brick in Bavaria. That's I don't know, but I don't know, but I think it's the biggest convention in Europe, and so it's. Yes, a long drive, uh, and I think something like uh, six or seven hours to Munich. Um, I live in the near um, from Berlin, and it's a long way too. So I think I should first attend uh, in conventions in Germany before I can uh, fly over to the States. That makes sense. I mean, you are also closer to Berlin if you ever wanted to go compared to us. Yes. Also, oh. I'm 17 years old, so I'm not 18 and can get a driver license or uh, do a lot of stuff alone. I've only I... met one person in the log. He's not in the log anymore, but that was Imperial Brook Productions that I met at last uh, 2019 style. Yeah. Uh, most of our members are teen fans of LEGO um, or young adult fans of LEGO. So uh, I think our oldest member is 24. We are a fairly young group uh, as a whole. Um, 
hopefully as you get older, uh, we'll be able to travel more as we get jobs and such. And uh, hopefully, we'd like to make it out to Europe for some control. Oh, yeah. And um, it's really cool that you guys are more of a teen fans of Lego because it shows that Lego is still making an impact, not only for the adult community, but still the younger kids uh, are enjoying Lego. Do you guys have an opinion on this uh, this year's Star Wars summer sets that are coming out? I think they're good, but there's like some things I wish they have included or I've seen. I mean, I would want to see. But besides that, they're good. Yeah, I've been talking with some other people about just the Lego releases in general. And I'm going to say the same thing about the new Star Wars sets is the price points. I mean, obviously, you look at the, the prime example of this as the previous Starfighter, which is e-books for about 500 um, which is way off the ball compared to most other sets we've seen recently. But I think a design perspective are mostly actually pretty solid sets. Um, good selection of mini gears as well. There's, there's that 501st Super set, which obviously will sell fly off the shelves. Um, I, I think that's a pretty decent set as well. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Yes, uh, so I must say for me, um, the most Star Wars sets after 2014-15 are trash for me. Um, there are some good, uh, like the Slave One from 2019, or some other stuff, or some battle packs. But overall, I'm I was not a big fan, or or I am still not a big fan of the most uh, newer Star Wars sets. Um, but I must say the Summer Wave sets uh, it's in two, 2020 are much better than the, in the years before. And hopefully they come back to their former strength. And I think slowly they, they make some good changes, but, you know, it's not always the best changes at times. Yes. Um, it took us how many years to get a 501 uh, battle pack? Uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess Revenge and, of the Sith came out two thousand five. So, oh yeah, and I think, they, but they uh, jumped they jumped real quick onto the Mandalorian train. Yeah. Yes, but I must say I think I don't need uh, much uh, more than one f- five or first uh, battle pack uh, because I still have a lot of uh, five hundred uh, fifth hundred first uh, Legion clone troopers. I collected back in 2017 and 18 for a big um, mock eye build back then. And yes, also I'm more a fan of the old 501st and not the newer ones. And it it's always changing, especially because Lego gets new material to look at as well as you guys. Like we have the new TV series and... Um comics or anything what what is your individual inspirations for clone wars or star wars builds in general um i think the films um in some part also uh, the tv show star wars the clone wars uh, was always uh inspiration 
and uh, some books as well. And yes, also um, other uh, Lego builder uh, mocks and background story behind their stuff uh, or RPGs, Lego RPGs and also the own the own creativity that's the word what i searched for yes yeah so like richard i think i, I kind of grew up with the clone wars so that's a special place in my heart uh and that's, that's where i get a lot of my inspiration from things to build uh, currently i've been working on gunship which is favorite from star wars universe uh that's that's been an interesting challenge um but also get inspiration nature and stuff that whenever i go on vacation i look around natural formations i can see and uh note of that and think about how i could incorporate those natural aspects more into my building especially to improve on my landscaping. And, and Day, what is your inspiration? Because I see you don't just do uh, Star Wars, but you do kind of uh, a blend of some other things too. So I normally, for mostly for Star Wars, I just like look at like whatever is like popular. So like when The Last Jedi came out, create locks for popular side, like, on crate box because I thought I should like stick with whatever is happening because that's like what's currently like well known out of anything else. And then like when Clone Wars came back, I did a lot more Clone Wars related things, but I do like Clone Wars every once in a while before that. But I've also gotten into like Arrowverse, so I do like arrow um, or flash things like related. That's why I'm doing like a flash stop motion series. And then I just like make custom minifigures for like TV shows or movies I watch that like I feel like would be cool as a minifigure pretty much. And how do you how do you make them custom? Are you printing or painting? Oh, I mean, like I just like do like a fig burp almost. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're piecing them together just to make it. Um, I also forgot something, and video games, or in general, uh, stuff like this are good for some inspiration, too. Mm -hmm. And now that the uh, newest video game is coming out here, what is that, in October, right? Uh, For the Star Wars saga, there will be hopefully a lot of scenes people would like to do. Oh yeah, I think that's gonna be a, a very popular game. Lego Skywalker Saga. Yes. <laughs> I was a big fan of the original and now that they're all coming together, I, I know a lot of people are gonna be playing that. The only two like pretty sure but I'm not sure, but the only two uh movies that we haven't got like a video game completely through is episode eight and nine, right? Uh yes. And if they throw in Rogue One, which should be cool. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yes. And I know they were talking about it'll be almost 500 playable characters, which is that is the entire universe of Star Wars that you get to play. Yeah. Or have Gonk Droid and Jar Jar Binks. 
If they don't, they, they sorely missed out. Yeah, you can't and have a game with Jar Jar. He is the Sith Lord after all. And for your your designs, I'll dive into a little bit of each individual one here. Uh, Dan, for yours, you like to, it looks like mostly scenes as well as not just Lego scenes, but you'll use like just figures outside. And what, what inspires you to do those kind of scenes? And uh, could you talk me through like a process of making one? So like, like a mock of a scene or is that what you want? Yeah, yeah. So I normally, for most of my scene mocks I do, I find like a movie I like, and then I just like find either one a scene that I personally like, or like a scene that like is well known, and then I try to replicate that as best as I possibly can, so like people could tell what it is. And sometimes like. Um, I do movies that like no one, probably not a lot of people watch, but it's just like something that I would like doing. I thought it looked cool. Very cool. And uh, so, and Julian, you're you kind of do the same thing at some sometimes. I do see a few scenes here from Star Wars, but then you do um, these almost uh, caricatures where you build minifigures out of Lego bricks to make them look similar. What what gave you that idea? Oh, are you referring to the uh, Kashyyyk and Jar Binks? Yes. Yeah, those were for a the end back uh, last year, I think it was. Um, uh, that's That was called Project Gonk. Um, so you're supposed to, you know, try to make a gonk droid version of some of your, your Star Wars minifig characters those were just tiny fun little builds i put together uh for that um but i think i do a a fairly large variety of things um i don't think i have the most complete portfolio on my instagram but on my Flickr, um i have some other stuff as well uh i've tried to do a mix of things scenes um i also like to do vehicles as well like i said i've been working with gunship i've just finished my fourth version of my atrt i've done a stap uh from the battle droid uh flying uh platform thing um from the clone wars and the movie uh, the prequel movies um and some collaboration stuff with cw lug so did then, a yeah go ahead i was just gonna say and then i've seen like there's a really massive one i wanted to talk about your um scarif tower oh yeah yeah did you do that, that all was, by yourself or was that that, with... that was all by myself yeah it was oh, a fun wow. one um six foot seven inches by far the largest project in terms of in terms of three pounds of lego i think yeah that was a and an interesting challenge sourcing all of that. I had to get a bunch of dark bluish gray bricks as well as the parts. Um, the thing is, now I have plenty of filler. <laughs> oh, yeah. And a lot of gray. Yes. For rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and Richard, you do mostly scenes as well. Um, 
now looking through them, you've done many. Like you have an X-wings, X-wing scene. You have a battle scene with the droids, uh, and it, it's very broad. Do you have a particular favorite that you've done? Uh, <laughs> I am. <sighs> the most of the mocks I built, I like. I think. Um... The latest ones, uh, like the mocks I built for the 253 uh, Legion RPG, it's a Lego Builder RPG group. Um, there I built some really cool mocks, I think, and I'm very happy how they came out. Also, I love to build back. Um, my part of the GSV look, uh, luck color, um, that's a uh, German luck I talk talked about uh, the start of the podcast. That's my part of the collab I built with the gunship and the hangar and stuff like this. And yes, I um, built a lot <laughs> scenes, mocks, and smaller mini mocks and. I had some bigger projects as well, like um, my clone base on, uh, uh, I don't know the planet name anymore, <laughs> uh, but that was a very cool project back in 2018. And yes, that was some of my favorite projects, I think. Also, I, I the, think you... yeah, also the mock I'm building at the moment. So there's one Lego convention in Berlin in September um, and I'm already registered as a exhibitor <laughs> and yes, it's I plan to build a Geonosis Star Wars mock uh, from episode 2, Battle of Geonosis and yes, I hope that project become good as well that's very cool i'm glad that they're still trying to do one in september hopefully they uh, can still do that and uh things are able to be um yes yes the corona stuff <laughs> exactly and uh i know i i was trying to do one in virginia this year and trying to exhibit some of my stuff but you know Time got away from me and then COVID. So I'm, I'm kind of just uh, hanging out and, you know, doing a podcast. So I think I'll, it's a good trade-off. <laughs> yes. Do, uh, do you guys have any uh, big builds you're working on right now? I know, Richard, you just talked about yours. Uh, Dane and Julian, anything going on? I've uh, signed up for a few collaborations. So those projects are under wraps for the for the moment. It will be showing up by the hopefully by the end of the year. Very cool. Yeah, collabs are always nice. Um, do you guys ever do collabs through your lug? Yeah. Uh, we have one slated for August. And how many people are involved in that? Builders. Different. I'm I sorry, I didn't catch the number. How many? We got eight builders. Oh wow. So I'm guess it's going to be a pretty large model at that point. Be very a cool. very overwhelming vote by our members. 
<laughs> library. And uh, Dane, what did you say you were working on? So I am. I don't want to like spoil it. I'm assuming everybody's seen season seven, but I'm gonna do like a scene from I don't know what episode it was, but it was it was one of those four final ones. I think it was the second one for some reason. But I'm gonna be doing like a the bridge fight from one of the beginning of the episodes. And the only bad thing about that is that the wait for the five will first battle pass, which I'm not happy about. But that's like that'll be a really cool build. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many pieces it, it's turning out to be so far? Uh, probably not. But the size I'm probably gonna go with is probably four thirty-two by thirty-two. So whatever probably sounds like that many pieces very cool thanks and as you guys we're all talking right now but now i'm thinking about it you all have been a part of the lug for a little bit of time are you guys you know pretty good friends uh or is it just i when i jump on and we talk little bits here and there or do you talk about other things outside of the lego community I see pretty good friends. You know, talk about Lego, of course, in our, our number chats and stuff. All of us are fairly active there. Uh, a lot of the lug is. There are work in progresses and stuff like that. Talk about the new leaks. Uh, they're always fun to talk about. Uh, some different things. Um, mostly here for lego um oh usually we don't talk too much of their stuff um, i think for a lot of people lego is, is your side thing want to your actual responsibilities uh, you go go to your bricks um but um something that i guess that's part of the the hobby um is that there for the shared love of lego as much um talk about other stuff that you might with real life friends it's like bull you i going off on a bit of a but you'll okay. get my drift. <laughs> yeah i think that that that's cool though because you're not just making you know a community of people that like lego but you are just making a community of friends you know even uh on an international scale so um like richard i bet and this is just assuming uh that they're friendly enough that if you ever came to the united states that <laughs> you had someone that you could uh say like hey i'm in the united states and uh maybe meet in seattle or something with julian or chicago with dane yes <laughs> now and my final question for you guys um you guys have been a part of the lug and in your own legos and you know building it up and as teens you're moving into your adult lives how do you think lego is uh is affecting you in your your life now and you think possibly in the future on what you'd like to do so we'll start off with uh uh dan for this one so i really enjoy lego but i feel like in about 10 years maybe like eight or ten I feel like I probably won't be in the community. Like, I'd still talk in it, but, like, I wouldn't do any building thing in it. The only reason is, is because the kind of career I want to have would not, like, allow me 
got a lot of time to build. And then I would, like, want to have, like, a family or something. So I would still be in the community, but, like, the building part of it, like, not big in, like, eight or ten years. And may I ask what career you're looking to do? I'm looking into um, doing acting, actually. Very cool. I know uh, Lego, I mean, um, who was it? I think it was Daniel Radcliffe was on one of the talk shows recently. And he's like, yep, I just built the uh, Jurassic Park set. Uh, and he's like, so he still likes it. So, I mean, of course, he probably just has time now based on the situation in the world. But uh, still could be something interesting down the line. Yeah. And uh, Julian, how about yourself? Yeah, so I'm about to go into college. I want to study civil engineering and go into the production industry. Um, so that's definitely influenced by love of Lego and building and designing things. Um, I, I feel like it'll be a part of my life down the line. The real dream job would be designer. Obviously, Lego would be a very big part of your life then. Um, but I guess we'll see what, what my has in store for me yeah very cool uh i mean as an engineer myself and my wife is also an engineer it, it definitely influenced me to be in that mechanical i was industrial engineering and that just style of always wanting to make something um and especially she actually works as in the civil engineering field um and really enjoys what she does so i think that's really cool um and yeah designer a lot of us want to be and uh Maybe a few of us will will be there, um, but others can just uh, you know be the the designer at home, the AFL that is always sure. building uh, with the kids running around. And uh, how about yourself, Richard? Uh, <laughs> um, so I can't really imagine at the moment uh, not building Lego. Um, I mean, yes, there are weeks or months where I, where I have no motivation to build. Uh, new stuff but overall since i start uh, getting lego sets or uh, building my own i uh, just do it all the years <laughs> and what i want to do in my future is um, i'm now in the 11th grade and after the summer break i come in the 12th grade and uh, then is this 13 one is in the left and then i have um my uh a graduation from school and i think about to go in the administrative of my country and uh yes i don't know the white word Administration or stewardship contradiction? Um, like a government? Yes, yes, something like this. Well, that's cool. And, you know, it is it is hard. I mean, it's a hard question to answer because Lego has, like, changed our lives in some ways, but it doesn't mean that we forget about it if we don't do it anymore. And uh, And we still enjoy it in in those times like you said you have times where you don't want to do it and you, then you come back and you really enjoy it in life i think that's a lot of things so yes 
but either way, I mean, like you, you all sound like you have some great potential, uh, as an adult here, that's still a fan. Maybe you guys will, uh, go away from it or stick with it. And, uh, I think starting this lug or being a part of this lug has, is definitely great to make those connections. Uh, but I wanted to, you know, thank you guys for coming on today. This was really fun, especially learning more about the lug community for people that are interested. You don't have to be in a local area. So if you're in a town that doesn't have one, there's there's some online that you could join like this. If you're really interested in the Clone Wars, reach out for the CW lug. Um, and of course, like you can talk to these guys. <laughs> uh, but again, thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, of course. No problem. Yes, for having us what's nice it's fun yeah i i think we had a, a good discussion and i hope we can talk about it more maybe if uh, more star wars comes out and we can talk about some of these big collabs that you guys are talking about being released and uh here in the next couple months but uh I, i'm gonna plug all their accounts here we've got lego underscore underscore richard we've got d m k underscore mocks and underscore they Thank the Lego Maker underscore um, for all these guys. Check out their work. They've got some great stuff. I'm going to leave it in the show notes as well. Thank you guys again. Uh, hope to talk to you soon. So there you have it. That's a lug. And the Clone Wars lug. A lot of people really love Clone Wars. And this lug is a great example of what you can see and, uh, and get involved with. And some of these are online lugs. You don't have to physically be in an area to do it. This is an opportunity to join a group of people that really enjoy not only one, but multiple of your hobbies. I haven't joined a lug yet because I, I really haven't seen or known one that I'm interested in yet. And time, you know, it's hard to get uh, to do some of these things and participate in these contests. But I highly recommend you do if you're interested. It's a great way to make friends and understand the community a little bit more. I thank everyone in the CWLUG community that took the time to speak with us today. And I hope that you are not scared or, you know, apprehensive to join something like this. If you're interested in Lego and you, you want to find like-minded people, lugs are the best way to do it. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you tune in uh, for the upcoming episodes. We've got a lot of designers that have given us their time to, uh, to talk about their designs and their life within Lego. And to end this episode, I'll say as I always do, get creative, get out there, and go build something.